0: Today, I want to talk to you about something that Jesus talked about first in the Sermon of the Mount. Among the many things that he taught from Matthew chapter 5, introduction to the Sermon on the Mountain, all the way chapter 6 and even going to 7, he talked about false prophets. And. Um, I want to talk to us about that. And I ask myself, why would Jesus talk about false prophets? And for Jesus to pick on something like that, and he taught, it is then important that we do not ignore, but we learn something about it. From verse 15, this is what he says Wash out for false prophets. They come to you in, sh- uh, in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. Verse 16 says, by their fruit you will recognize them. Do not pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles. Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears ba- bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit you will recognize them. Matthew 24. Matthew 24. Jesus also talks about uh, <clears throat> the signs of the end times. And from first, let me just read from first one. I'll not read everything. I'll just pick a few verses there. Jesus left the temple and was walking away when his disciples came up to him to call his attention to its buildings. Do you see all these things? He asked. Truly, I tell you, not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. As Jesus was sitting on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Please note, they came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? In other words, when will these signs take place? When will the end happen? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? In other words, they wanted to know if there will be a signal, if there will be a sign that will alert them when he is just about to come. And um, this is what he said. Jesus answered, "Watch out that no one deceives you. It's very interesting that he starts by telling them to watch out that no one deceives them. No one deceives you, for many will come in my name claiming, I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of bath pangs. Verse 22, in those days had not been cut, if those days had not been cut short, no one would survive. But for the sake of elect, those days will be shortened. At that time, if anyone says to you, look, here is Messiah, or there is, there he is, do not believe. Do not believe it. Verse 24, again talking about false prophets and messiahs. For false messiahs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and wonders to deceive. If possible, even the elect. And then he says, See, I have told you ahead of time. In other words, see, I am preparing you ahead, before these things happen, before you start seeing them happen, I am giving you a sign or a warning that they are likely or they will happen. Let me put it this uh, bring some positive over this. For there to be something false, there has to be something true, isn't it? Sen. Because false is a counterfeit, or rather is the negative of something. So what is positive is true, truth. So for there to be a false prophet, it means there is a true prophet, isn't it? For there to be a false messiah, it means we have a, a true messiah. For there to be a false teacher, it means we have true teachers. Praise the Lord. The reason why I've started that way is because when you start talking about false, something false, false prophets, false teachers, you know, and I can see it on your face already, it's like, "Wow, what is he going to talk about? Yeah? Relax. It is well. Okay? That's why I started by telling you. Let me bring some some positivity in this. That although Jesus is talking about false prophets, he is telling them to wash because they will be there. And they will be there because there is the enemy whose work is to deceive or to counter the truth. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? The enemy's assignment is to counter truth. Therefore, where there is a true prophet, he raises a false prophet. Where there is a true teacher, he raises a false teacher. Where there is a true pastor and an honest pastor, he raises a fake one. Praise God. And you also know, it is also true, when it comes even to the, the, to the world, we have fake doctors, don't we? Yeah? We have fake doctors, because they are true doctors. So I'm telling you this, so that, as we start talking about false prophets, because they will be there, they will come, and they are, they are already in the, in the scene as we speak today, they are in the world. And they were there during the time of Paul and Peter. They were there before Jesus came on earth. If you go to the Old Testament, you will find they are there. There were false prophets that would prophesy and deceive people. But they were also true prophets. And as we speak today, we have false congregations, we have false churches that misread people. But we also have true and honest congregation that lead people to Christ. Praise the Lord. Even when we come to money, we have fake dollars, don't we? You can't have a fake dollar if there is not a genuine dollar. Believe me. You can't have a fake a thousand note if there is not a genuine a thousand note. Nikweli it is true. So even as we speak about these false teachers, false prophets, false pastors, con pastors, don't get discouraged because some of you you get so discouraged. When you read in the media a pastor conned, or a pastor was caught in adultery, or fraud, or whatever it is, pastor implicated in corruption, some of us get so discouraged. It's like, oh no, this cannot happen. It can happen. It has happened. And it will happen as long as the devil is not in hell. Because he is at work. And he has been given space to work. But that does not mean that, and as I said, we who are genuine, and I say we who are genuine with humility, we also have our space. And our space is wider, it is stronger. It is bigger, it is blessed than the space that the devil has. Are you encouraged this morning? Praise the Lord. Who you are and what you have cannot be taken away by the enemy or by the false teachers. Unless you are ignorant and you yield to falsehood, the Lord has invested enough in you. And what you have cannot be taken away from you. The anointing that you carry. I like that first. Do you remember the first that we led on, on, on Friday? It was, was it First John? First John 2.27. Can you just project it? Because I want to encourage you before I talk about uh, this uh, False prophets. As for you, please, look at that. And he's talking about you. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains. You received from who? From Christ. The anointing that you received that brought conviction into your heart and you surrendered your life to him. And you have walking in him. That anointing, that's what? Remains in you. Praise God. Don't be cheated. It cannot be taken away. What the Lord has given you cannot be taken away by anybody. You are the only one who can release it. Because once a gift is given to you, you have the right to do whatever you want to do with it. If you give it away, it will go away. If you take it back to whoever gave it to you, he will take it back. If you throw it away, if you trample on it, it's no longer a gift. But if you take care of it, the anointing remains. As for you, tell your neighbor, as for you, the anointing you received from Jesus. The day you gave your life to him. Committed wholly to him. Remains in you. And then he says. And you do not need anyone. To do what? To teach you. That can be controversial, isn't it? Yeah? But let's go through. But as this anointing teaches you. About all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit. I like that word, not counterfeit, because the other name for force is what? Counterfeit. Yeah, not counterfeit. Just as it has taught you, remain in you. What that means? What that means? What? What? Uh, John is trying to tell us here. It is not that we do not need anyone to teach us. But we do not need those false teachers, those pretenders, insincere, who come wearing sheep's what? Skin, clothing, but inside they are what? They are wolves. Unless you are very smart, if you are to check the head and the eyes, You may not be able to tell whether they are sheep or they are what? Or they are wolves. But the scripture tells you you have an anointing that is upon you that you are given that remains. In other words, the truth that you are taught that made you receive Christ that has sustained you up to today that truth remains that truth cannot be corrupted unless you allow someone to corrupt it. There is a truth that you know. And that is what is key and what is important. Anyone else who comes to teach a different truth, Paul would say, that is not one of us. Anyone who does not refer to Jesus as a Christ. Anyone who comes with something else that is not scriptural. That you cannot base on scriptures, even if it's a revelation. It has to be backed by the word. Amen? Anyone else that comes with a different gospel, that's not the truth that you knew. And therefore, what will protect what you know? It is the anointing that you received. Praise God. Did you receive some anointing? You know, when we talk about this word anointing, we think it's only the pastors and the bishops and whoever who anointed. Let truth be told. The anointing has been released to all of us. The only difference is the measure of anointing and the types of anointing that sometimes are released. Because there is an anointing that will come upon me now to minister to you. But there is one anointing that we all have that teaches us the truth. That gives us the witness in our heart that we are born again. That we are children of God. Amen? And that is what John is saying. You do not need someone else to come and teach you about already what you have known and what has worked for you, what has brought salvation into your life and healing. Praise the Lord. And you are witness of that. So let's read that first again for ourselves. Because this is key. And I would like you to note this. Always. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you. Can we read again? Can you read to your neighbor? Okay? As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you, but as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it has taught you Remain in him. Praise the Lord. Amen? Can you keep that as your key verse for the rest of your life? Because it will help you when you encounter counterfeits. When you encounter some prophets or false prophets because they will be there. Jesus talked about them. So they will be there. And it is important that we teach you because You will encounter them if you have not already encountered them. I can tell you I have encountered several in my life. But they never come and tell you I am a false prophet. No. They will come as angels of light. They will come in his name. And Jesus even said they will come also in my... That's what he said, isn't it? We have read that. That they will even do signs and wonders in his name. But if you read through what Jesus said, that I never knew, he will tell them that I never knew. They will say, I even casted out demons. Heal the sick in your name. But you say, I did not know you. Because functions, or other signs and wonders, they are not the ones that confirms the anointing upon my life. Or the truth that I carry, because Jesus said, even the devil, isn't it is not, yeah, can perform miracles, and he does perform miracles. So if what you are looking for is a sign, is a miracle, or a sign, anybody can perform. Go with me, Second Peter, from first one. But there were also false prophets. Like you, could, you, you could continuation. I mean, you like you can read from the previous uh, chapter one. Um, if you want from even verse twelve or whatever, but let's let's just read from here. But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. In other words, there were there before; there will also be. They will be there, even the days to come, among you. They will sec- secretly, please note that word, secretly introduce destructive heresies, or heresies. Even denying the suffering Lord who bought them, bringing swift destructions on themselves. And then it says, verse 2, many will follow their depraved conduct. And will bring the way of truth into this, this respite. In their greed or covetousness, these teachers will exploit you in Fabricated stories. In other words, they will manipulate you. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them. Thank God. They will not escape. Because they have, they, have, they, have mis- they have misled many. And their des- destruction has not been sleeping. For if God did not spare angels, when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment even he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people but protected noah a preacher of righteousness and seven others i like that bit he protected noah a preacher of what righteousness that even in the middle even when the world disobeyed god still had a remnant isn't it and i want to say to us it really doesn't matter what is happening Or what we are hearing out there. It doesn't matter. The report about preachers. And bishops. And prophets. They were there before. But I want to encourage you. There will always be. Remnants. Amen. Preachers and teachers of righteousness. Hallelujah. And therefore we should not be scared. We should be encouraged. Even if they come, we know the truth that is in us. The anointing that is in you will do what? Will remain. And you'll be able to face anything that comes against the truth that you know. Praise the Lord. So let's see what Peter says. How shall we know them? We will know them by their methods. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies or whatever you want to call it. Secretly. In other words, they are not open. And that's why it is very difficult for you to be able to notice them you've got to be alert because they don't come through that door and announce. They don't come to your home and announce. They come secretly. They will come with the Bible and they will start teaching you what they know you will accept. But they are coming secretly, isn't it? They have an agenda. That's what Peter is saying. There will be, not, okay, it's verse 2 I think, what, which verse I did, yeah, the, the part, part of verse part 1. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them. Now, they will not deny Him immediately. They will start by introducing themselves as servants of God. They will start by appealing to your needs. They will start by telling you you are sick. Praise the Lord. They will start by trying to prophesy to you very close to what you are going through. And some of them do their homework very well. First of all, they study you. And they know you are going through a particular thing that is terrible. So they come secretly to try to help you And they introduce themselves as servants that have been sent because your cry has been heard. And because you've been praying, of course, you will quickly say, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you a story. My mother, two years ago, was conned. She lives home. She Decided to go to the bank. She has done it before, so it is—it was normal for her. Although for a long time she had not gone to the bank because we had agreed that if you need money, let me know. You don't have to go to the bank because from her house to the bank, it's not like here in the city. She is, she lives in the village, so she has to board a matatu, travel about ten kilometers or even more to go to the bank, and she is old. She now in her 90s. So she goes, she takes a matatu, she gets to this place. Before she gets to the bank, she meets with this nice-looking lady and greets her. You know? And of course, you know, at that age, when someone is greeted, they, they are very quick to embrace you know How are you, old lady? How are you, my mom? How are your people? You know? And then, hey, while well, she started talking, they started talking. You know? You see, what this lady wanted is to get attention. Then she started extracting information from my mother. And because my mother loves her children, my mother is told, there is someone who is against your children who is bewitching them. And he's bewitching them even through money. And then he says, did you write some, someone some money some time back? And you know that's so obvious, isn't it? Don't we? Yeah? We, we give out money. We read people money yeah then she said that person that you lent you lent money, yeah she brought back the note of two hundred shillings that she brought brought back, yeah so that when you receive all the money now that your sons and daughters have will disappear. oh my mother <laughs> and then she yes, I remember that person. you know now of course now she's been caught so the next thing was now what we need to do where are you going to the bank oh okay what we need to do is to pray for the money that is in the bank if we pray for that money then your sons and daughters' money will be protected. So they go they walk to the bank and they check the balance. And my mother, the account had uh, about hundred and seventy something thousand in her account. Because she has some some assets. She has tea. So there is money that goes to that account. When she sells her tea, the money goes there. And because we are supporting her, so she most of the time she does not go to take it. So it's not that she has a lot of tea anyways. So don't start thinking that it, we have a lot of money. <laughs> it's only that because we are, we support her, which is our obligation anyway? Whether she has tea or she has cows, you are supposed to support your your parents. So this lady, now with my mother, they write, you know, and she is smart. She because she so that my mother does not raise an aram. Not everything is taken out, but quite substantial amount of money is taken. hundred and fifty five thousand is taken. Okay. And now they move out of the bank, and they get to somewhere, and she is told, "Now, you need to come tomorrow, so that we can offer prayers over this money. We are not going to pray for it now." So she is given back. Of course, she's not given money. She's given some papers and some, you know, in en- envelopes. And she says, so don't even open it. When you go with it home, just keep it. Come tomorrow yeah? with it. So she obeys the prophet, isn't it? Now you're loving and most of you have been ch- conned like that. <laughs> Educated as you are. Yeah? I'm giving you this story to tell you something. So she goes home. She doesn't tell anybody what has happened. Because she's been warned. Don't even open it. Don't even talk about it. Come back tomorrow at this place. We meet here at the same time. So the following day, my mom takes a matato with her envelope and whatever. And she goes to the same place. And she waits. Nobody appears. She waits. Nobody appears. One hour, two hours, three hours, nobody appears. So, she argues, she says, ah, anyway, I did not need all this money. Remember, she has not even touched it or opened it. So, she decides, let me go back to the bank and take back this money. And she goes to the bank. And, uh, so she Goes to the bank and says, I have come, you know, because we took out this money uh, yesterday. I don't need it. Okay, she doesn't give the story. But so she's, she's okay, mama, where, where could you talk to idea? So the envelope, she gives the envelope and it is open. And they are all papers. Conned through prayers. Okay? Conned by people who who claim to be prophets. Secretly, they will approach you. They are smart. They are smarter than you are, than you think. Don't ignore. You need to know so that anybody who comes to you and you are suspicious of something, be very careful. Let's continue. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies even denying the Lord the sovereign Lord who bought them bringing swift destruction on themselves introduce destructive heresies denying the sovereign Lord who bought them and that will bring swift destruction on themselves that's okay on themselves But before that happens, they have already cheated you, taken away money from you, taken your properties. Do you know something? You might think that what I'm talking about cannot happen to you. Does anybody remember in 2014 a gentleman called Mago, a lawyer in Kiabu. He was described as a very brilliant lawyer. But he killed his wife, three children, and he killed himself. And when the story was followed, he was associated with a certain minister, a prophetess, that entered into his life and started speaking to his life. I want to say to us, no one is superior than you. No human being is superior than you. God can use me to teach you. But I cannot become The one who is controlling and directing you. Are you getting the point? I can teach you the word of God. But I cannot be the one directing you on how you are going to be using your resources. Or how you should manage your home. Unless you have some problems and you have come to me for counseling, and then I give you my opinion. But if I become a small god in your life, even though I'm your pastor, and now I come to you, if you can only listen to me, And not anyone else. If you cannot read the word of God on your own. That I must always interpret for you. Unless you are having some difficulties. With a certain scripture and you want. Which is an exceptional. Then something is wrong. I am telling you this church. Because if Margo can get to that level where he loses his senses in the name of divine intervention and gets to a level where he takes, he kills his own wife and children and finally takes his own life, then It can happen to any one of us here. So the purpose of this is to tell you beware, there are false prophets out there. And you will meet them if you have not met them. Okay? You will meet them if you have not met them. And they are very smart. They will never appear directly in a way that you can be able to recognize them. But there will be some signs, as I I have told you. When you start seeing control, because they will use the same word to manipulate you and to threaten you. By the way, anywhere where you are threatened. That's a a red flag. If somebody comes and tells you, if you don't do this, this is going to happen to you. Mm -mm. The only thing I can tell you, if somebody tells you, if you do not repent your sins, you will be judged and you will go to hell. That is scriptural. Equally. Yeah? Yeah? But if someone comes and tells you, Betty, if you do not plant this seed, you are going to lose your job. That is manipulation. Please hear me. I am speaking to you people because I know you will encounter these people if you have not. That is manipulation. Do not be manipulated by human beings. Even God does not give us conditions. When He asks you to plant a seed, if God asks you to plant a seed or to bless somebody, it is not conditional. And you have no struggle with it. You will earn a blessing for doing it. But if I come to you and demand that unless Jemima. You plant a seed. These prayers will not be heard in heaven. Please know for sure your pastor is out of his might. And you have every right to say Pastor, I think now you are out of your might. Because I may not be aware that I am out of my mind. It's So the best thing is to help me and tell me, Pastor, we you think you are out now out of here. You are the same one who has taught us this thing. And now you are telling us to. All it is not scriptural. And do not fear. Of course, don't pick a quarrel with anybody. But be wise and be smart. Praise the Lord. Verse 2. And many will follow their depraved conduct. Some of your fashion says, unbridled rust. What that means is the center thumb And substance of their message is themselves. You get the point. The center, sum, and substance of their message—everything—it is towards themselves. It's not about God. They are so selfish. They want everything for themselves. Many will fall their shameful ways, and will bring the way of truth into. This re- re- dispute, and that's why you have heard You and if you, you hear it, ministers involved in Andhra, ministers involved in Manda. Yeah, they kill. You didn't know. They even kill their own fellow ministers. Because everything is about themselves. So if they feel threatened, they will do anything. They will take advantage of you if you are lady. Yeah, and they will tell you, it's okay. I'm a man of God. I'm anointed. So the Lord approves. You know what he approves? Hmm? What, What will the Lord approve? Why would someone want to sleep with someone else, woman, wife? That is a minister. In the name of the prophecy or the word of God, that is wickedness, and that's that's the one Peter is so many will follow their shameful ways, their unbridled lust, depraved conduct, and will bring the truth into disrepute, because that is the motive bring the truth into? Because the moment when we read in the newspapers about servants of God that have committed adultery or involved in corruption or thuggery or whatever, what happens? What do you feel? Yeah? The truth is put into disrepute. That's the aim. That's what the devil wants and that is why he has released false prophets. But the word of God still remains. Amen? First three, what does it say? In their what? Greed. These teachers will exploit you with stories they have made up. You getting the point? Stories they have? They will, expri- they will exploit you. They will manipulate you. They will come up with stories calling them revelations. They will tell you things about your home. And sometimes you are very smart because they may even be able to pick where you come from. Some of them have done their research. They know Mwangi is from Turuturu. So they will do their research and they'll come and tell him, Look, in the village ABCD is happening. Do you know so and so? Yes. And they happen to know to somebody to be there, like that name. Before you realize, and God, of course, Mwangi is smarter than that. But Mwangi, if they can lie to Mago, <laughs> be careful. All any one of us in their greed. In their covetousness. They will covet what you have. They will look at you and realize you are very wealthy. And they want your money. They want your properties. So they will come in your house in the name of prayers. Be very careful even when we come to tell you we are bringing prayers. And especially when you have not invited us. Please, I am helping you. I am not fighting anybody. Okay? I'm helping you. I should not be inviting myself into your house. Okay. As your pastor, I may tell you I want to visit you. Like my friends here. My neighbors. Soon I should be visiting you. and Stella. But be very careful. You're smart enough to know when someone has a hidden agenda, isn't it? Do not be intimidated by this word, "men and women of God." Okay? Don't be intimidated. If you cannot be able to face them, talk to us before you sign off all your wealth to someone. Now, the next thing they will do is to make ensure. That you have died, you have committed suicide so that they can now inherit. That was the story about Margo and this woman. Margo had already signed off everything to his pastor, who was a lady. So by the time Margo is going, someone is inheriting everything. So be careful. When I come to you, Phoebe, and I tell you, you are a single woman, I can help you. That's the time I told you. You have every right to say, Pastor, you're out of here. Might. Amen. I have no right whatsoever to demand anything from you because I'm a minister. You did not call me. You were not there when I was called. Please get what I'm telling you. There is no one who should come to you to intimidate you because they are ministers. You are not there when they were called. And I'm not telling you to be disrespectful. Respect the men of God. But be wise. If they demand payment from you, remind them, I'm not your employer. It is true. Were you there when I was called? You don't know my agreement with God. So if the one who called me, he should be able to provide that. I'm not telling you not to support me if you feel like supporting me. Praise God. But even if you do not, okay, I owe you nothing. The only person I can go to is my father in heaven and remind him, you called me into this. I am now hungry. My children have no school fees and nobody is coming my way. I don't need to come knocking your doors to pay school fees for my children. But if I knock that door in heaven, hallelujah, I have every right to remind him because he is my employer. And he will hear me. When he hears me, he speaks to you. Amen? Without me coming to tell you. Praise God. Yeah. Because if we say we walk and we live by faith, honestly, walking and living by faith means exactly that. I don't have to share my problems with you for you to know. Okay, so wait, and you see, the so-called men of God now narrating their problems after they are, pray- and especially after they have prayed, because that's how they come. And now they have prayed. Okay, the next thing is they start narrating their, their needs and their problems and their pains, whatever. Now. Sometimes it may be genuine because we also have weaknesses. If you are able to sense that if this person is genuine, use your discretion and you can help. But be careful not to be manipulated. Praise the Lord. I hope I've helped somebody today. Okay? Let me put it this way, finally, as, we, as I conclude. Don't get caught up in counterfeit Christianity because it is also there. And I told you where there is counterfeit there is the genuine. But be careful not to be caught up. God will not spare sin or the sinner. He will deal with them. And we read that. If he never spared Sodom and Gomorrah, he will deal with those counterfeits and false prophets. The world is full of counterfeits. They are fake doctors, I told you. They are fake teachers. They are fake pastors. They are fake husbands even. And fake wives. So be warned. It is true. You'll get someone who is pretending to marry you. And the fellow is already married to someone else. It is true. It It has happened. I'm not telling you stories. It has happened. Someone has been married to someone. Who is already married. Has another wife and has children. And she doesn't know. And they live together for a while. But you know, truth will always be, yeah, will be refilled. So it will happen. So be careful. Every counterfeit shilling, the good thing is what it's, it is, a tribute to the worth of a real one. So when you see a counterfeit shilling, a thousand note, is actually confirming that there is a real one. So it is actually a tribute to the real one. So it is not so bad to have counterfeits also. Because they confirm that we also have real. So it's, don't be so worried when you see counterfeit prophets. Because that tells you they are true prophets. And you can fight them. And they are there. Otherwise, men will not be printing counterfeits, isn't it? Yeah, They will not. If they are not worth, they will not be printing. If there is nothing real, they will not be doing it. And every counterfeit Christian is a a tribute also to the value of salvation. Amen? So whenever you see that fake one, please know that there is value in salvation and Jesus is real. And salvation is real. Praise the Lord. And we have the real thing. Amen? Can we conclude with our key verse? It was 1 John 2.27. As for you, let's read it again. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you. Okay? And you do not need anyone to teach you. But as <laughs> it is real, not counterfeit. Just as it has taught you, remain In him. So will you remain in him? Can you be able to stand and face false prophets and false teachers and still come out not deceived? Amen? May the Lord bless you. If you've been blessed, stand up and cry for Jesus. No, you can do better than that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Let me say this, just in case you did not understand what I said, you are free to come in. And if you've been conned, or you've been walking through that journey, and you need help, we are also available to help you. Amen? May the Lord bless you. Lift up your hands to Jesus. Thank him for the anointing that you have received from him, because that anointing will remain Thank him for that anointing. It will remain. It cannot be taken away from you. No one need to teach you. You know the truth. The word of God is the truth. The word, word is in you. You have the Bible to read for yourself. Thank Jesus for the word of God. Thank him that he left us with the scriptures. We will not be fooled. We will not be cheated. We shall remain. The truth that is in us will remain. Last Sunday we were here, and God has been gracious, was gracious to us. I taught or preached on this topic that is about the false prophets and false teachers. And um, we went into the details of why it is important to talk about it. And I said, this is Jesus himself. Who actually taught and warned us of the false prophet. That they will come. And he said they will actually even perform miracles, signs and wonders. And he actually also said that some of them will come using his name. But we are being warned. And I told you the reason why I decided to teach this. It is not because we have encountered false prophets here. But some of us have encountered them. Elsewhere. Even in our working places. Some of us have been visited by them in our houses. Some of us have received text messages from them. Some of us have seen them in the media. And those that have not encountered them who will encounter them in future because Jesus talked about them. Praise the Lord. So that's why we, 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 we teach these things because it is scriptural. And I I came across a research that was done by some, some students in a seminary trying to find the most repeated truth in the scriptures. And I was surprised that it was about false prophets followed by love and faith. Now if something is repeated separately, it means it needs to be given the attentions it deserves. Okay? So it is important for us to teach you and to warn you, so that you can be armed and be able to, de- to be to be able to discern and know when someone is not telling you the truth. We went into the details. For those that were not with us, um, our text was what Second Peter one. And I think Matthew 7 or something like that. And Matthew 24. Um, but let me just read again Second Peter. Peter chapter 2. But there were also false prophets. Among the people. Just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretory. And we saw some of the methods they will use. How we shall be able to know them. They are very secretive. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies. Their teachings are not sound. They are not biblical. They are destructive. But we warned you and told you, they never announced that they are false prophets. So it is for you to be able to know who they are. And you know them also by their fruits, by their actions. Even denying the suffering Lord who bought them. At some times they will even introduce they may not deny directory, but no matter what they do, they introduce someone else who is meant to be superior than all of us. It could be a prophet, they say a special prophet, someone who is who walks purported to be walking with God, as if the rest of us. Do not walk with him. They elevate this person more than even Christ to you. They speak more about the person. They talk about this person. They talk about the revelations that this person has received. And they emphasize on the revelations more than even the scriptures. And most of the time, those revelations, they either, they came through a dream, or a trance, or some things, you know. Some lights. Things that you make you feel, oh yes, this is God. Because it is not normal. Even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them. Bringing sweet destruction on themselves. And by doing so, and we saw that they were bringing sweet destruction. Because they will not be spared. God will not spare them. Why? Because they mislead many. So some of them are destroyed even before the days of judgment. And you see some of them end up committing suicide or being involved in a scandal and they are arrested and jailed, accused of funny things, which they bring to themselves. And he says many will fall there, depraved conduct, and will bring the way of the truth into disrespect. Their manners, their conduct are wicked. And many of them have been accused of immorality. Seducing people, even especially their members, and especially women. Because they are men, purported men of God, prophet of God. You're looking at me as if this doesn't happen. It It happens. Yeah? Some of them will t- even tell you they, are, they want to impart some power. There was one in Dadola some times back who was doing impartation. Remember? And he would use a scripture. Remember that there's, there's a when uh, the Shunammite son died and Elijah went to the room where the body was raised. And he breathed, so he 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 lied on the body of the of the child, hands to the hands, mouth to the mouth, and he breathed. So they would use the same and say they're imparting life. Now, and you know what surprises me is that people that have gone to school, praise the Lord, school, and I mean school, schooled people, not even up to. You know, secondary level Even graduates that have gone to school They are deceived They can be deceived And some of them have been deceived Why? Because we fear supernatural Hmm? We fear And therefore we can easily be misled And I remember I told you the case of I reminded you of the case of The lawyer who Killed his entire family, and then finally killed himself. And it was discovered that he was walking with a certain diviner or a prophetess who started speaking into his life and removed all the knowledge and education he had learned in school. And the learned fled, became a learned fool. Sad story. You read it in the papers, those of you that can remember brilliant lawyer. His wife was described as one of those brilliant lawyers that had worked so hard and had a mess, missed a lot of wealth. In fact, that is what the prophetess was after. Because it was said that he had actually willed all his properties to this woman. Now, if it can happen to this one, it can happen to any one of us, isn't it? Now, I'm not saying it will happen, but I'm only warning you. Do not think that you are very strong That you cannot be deceived. And I say probably if this man had an opportunity to listen to this kind of talk before he would have sensed something is not right here. Because as I told you they are very secretive. And it was said that this man would come and they would lock, I mean this woman would come into the house and They lock themselves into into a certain room. And there is intense discussion in the name of maybe prayers. They are very secretive, praise the Lord. Many will follow their depraved conducts and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. Yeah, and many of them have succeeded into bringing even the way of truth into disrepute. Because there are people who have followed them. And they have been convinced that anybody else apart from them is wrong. And they are the only way. May God help us. Praise the Lord. So we are teaching you these things. Because you will encounter them. They come in the name of the Lord. They come in the name of prayers. I told you, I gave you my, a case of my own mother. How she was conned. 150 something thousand. Yeah? Being prayed for. So that the money is purified. So that, you know, the witches and sorcerers and those that are against you will not be able to touch any more money. You know? And protect your wealth. Because we love wealth. Anybody who comes and tells you they want to protect your wealth will quickly. Yeah? And they say, We are doing a prophetic action. Be very careful, even with the prophetic actions. I know they are prophetic actions. But be very, very careful. Be wise. Uh-huh. In their greed, they are covetous. These teachers, all false prophets, will exploit you with fabricated stories. They are very manipulative, they'll come up with stories. That looks real about you, your, your past, your present, and your future. And most of the time, some of them have done a lot of research about you. And especially when they want to get you, they do research. Don't be fooled that they are receiving the information from above. They will research about you. And they will come up with manipulative stories. And before you realize, you are manipulated. Of course, they also use witchcraft because some of them are witches and sorcerers and definers. So they can also be able to manipulate you using those powers. And that's why it is important for you to be a prayerful person and a person who studies the word of God and who knows the word so that anyone else who comes trying to tell you they are interpreting what you know, be very careful. Please, Refer them to your pastor with immediate effect. All right? Just tell them, keep just asking, can I have your number? Yes. Okay. And call me while they are there and put them on the speakerphone and say, Pastor, I have this man of, who, is, who is saying is a man of God. His name is so and so. Have you ever heard of him? And he's telling me, I'll tell you, run very fast. <laughs> Praise God. Amen? What we are trying to tell you is to help you. Because there are some of you that were honest. They say, Pastor, me have been caught. Me have been cheated. It can happen. But it should not happen to any one of us again. Alright? Their condemnation, the Bible says, has long been hanging over them and their destruction has not been in other words, they will be judged. So don't be envy them and don't be worried. The Lord is aware they exist. That's why He talked about them. But I also told you that where there are counterfeits, they are also the real, isn't it? And every counterfeit shilling or dollar is actually a tribute to the work of the real. Which means every counterfeit prophet or teacher or a pastor is a tribute to the worth of the real or the truthful, true pastors, true teachers, because they are there and they are the majority. Don't be cheated. We are the majority, those that who speak the truth. Amen. Those are the others are very few But of course because You know we 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 focus Even the media will focus on The evil so The bad news are what is highlighted most Not the good news So we think that now we are finished Don't be scared you are not finished And you will not be finished Amen You can stand and you will stand And you have overcome And you shall overcome Amen? And be encouraged because we also pray and we pray for you. And we also teach you. And we guide you. But we are telling you, do not receive people, and especially in your homes that you do not know who visit you in the name we've been sent to you. Verify the information. Ask questions. Call someone else to witness what you are being told. Just in case you feel they may be men of God. Do not be alone. Call someone else to verify, to witness. Amen? Praise the Lord. Are you being helped? Now, having said that, today I want us to focus because we need to look at the contrast of the same, isn't it? Remember, we've said they are tributes. They affirm the truth. They confirm that there is truth. They confirm there are two prophets because there cannot be a false prophet without a true prophet. So prophets are there and they are real and they deliver God's message. And you ha- you may have encountered them and you will encounter them. But you will also know them by their fruits. True prophets are not secretive. True prophets will never manipulate you. True prophets do not give you codations. True prophets do not threaten you. Even when you have sinned, they are sympathetic. They help you to fight God and truth. True prophets don't come with condemnations. Yes. But a false prophet with written you, if you don't receive this, and I want to say this, and I normally tell people, because some of you God is using, and you will raise you, and I'm, do not fear prophecy. We have told every one of us should desire to prophesy, isn't it? Because it's a good thing. It's a gift to the body of Christ. Yeah? But I always say this. A prophet is a messenger. He does not speak on his behalf. He speaks on behalf of someone else. He's been sent to deliver a message. And I normally say, a messenger assignment is to deliver the message. Whether it is in form of a package or a letter, you are given the letter, take it to this office. You give it, you leave it. If you are asked to come with the back with the results, the whatever, that's something else. But most of the time, your assignment is to deliver. And you leave it there. But what do many prophets do? And that's not where you turn out to to try to find out to differentiate. They insist you have to do this. A, B, C, D. They follow you up. Unless they're helping you to come out of sin and there you would know Coming out of sin does not cost you anything Because the blood of Jesus is free So you need not pay anything If they insist Then big question mark Are you a messenger? And the other thing also When when you receive the message From the sender you have every right to communicate with the one that has sent the message, isn't it? You do not have to go through the messenger again. Praise the Lord. They look a very common principles, but we forget very quickly. Yeah? And I told you, the false prophets and teachers will manipulate you. If what the message is not clear... It is not the messenger who interprets the message. Unless again as I say it and to understand me here. You will be able to know a true prophet. And you can ask questions. But you also have a right to go to the sender and petition and ask for clarification. If it is not clear. And I want to tell you if you are a child of God And I know you are. You are born again. You have the Spirit of God. If God has sent you a message, Muarim, if it has come from Him, and the messenger was not clear, and you go back to Him with the same message, if it is from Him, He will clarify it. And you will know. Praise the Lord. And there is nothing wrong in questioning. Because this is another problem. Allow me to to tell you. That sometimes we are manipulated and threatened so much that we do not want to ask questions. We fear asking questions. Because it's like you are disrespecting the man and the woman of God. Praise the Lord, my sister. It is your right to get clarification. It is your right to know the truth of the message. And you have every right to ask Questions. And if you are not satisfied, seek help elsewhere until you are sure. Never do anything with doubts. And I want to tell you something. Those people that have made mistakes, when they go back, they remember there was a sign, there was a warning. Yeah? But I ignored. God will not allow you to fall into a pit without giving you a warning. He is not malicious. He is a loving God. There will be a warning. It may not be very clear, but it is a warning. Now, if you sense something, please, don't ignore. That's the first step to tell you Watch. Be careful. As I said, God is happy when we question. We say, Lord, I want clarification. You know the story of Gideon. Praise the Lord. You know the story of Gideon, yes. God did not tell him, are you, why are you doubting me? I have spoken to you. And he said, if it is so, let this happen, let this happen. And if it happens, then he says, Again, Lord, allow me once more. That should be a sign. We should learn from those that are ahead of us. So nobody should fall into a trap. Because you have every reason to ask, to question, and questioning and asking. It is not doubting. If somebody threatened you that you are doubting, mm -mm, God allows us to go back to him. Praise the Lord. If... He doesn't. In the same same Bible tells us, let every prophecy be done what? Be tested. Why would it be tested? Even when it is coming from the true prophets. Even true prophets are told, let one or two prophets, let the others judge. Why would they be told, told to judge? Because there is a possibility of people making mistakes and errors. Why? Because... It, we prophesy through this body, isn't it? We don't get a different mouth when we are prophesying. It is the same mouth that has taken Uji in the morning and you brushed. And the same mouth that sometimes threw a bad word to the driver who cut through you. You know? Only to remember you were born again and you repented. It is the same mouth that when you start here you say, That says the Lord, isn't it? What am I trying to tell you? You will prophesy using yourself, isn't it? Now, if it is the same mouth, it has the capacity of adding or subtracting. Are you getting my point? So that is why it is said, let others judge. And if you see a prophet or a prophetess for that matter, who refuses his message to be judged by others? That's the first sign. It's likely to be a false prophet or not. If not a false prophet, he has not matured enough. He's a proud one. And if there is pride even in a true one, there is danger. Because now a door is opening where sin may come in and anything can happen. Praise the Lord. Are you getting my point? Praise the Lord. You know, and, I, and let me say this because I've remembered. Bishop Masinde, some years back, taught us something about prophecy. And when he was to, to, talking about prophecy, he told us this. When? And he was encouraging people about prophecy. And I'm doing the same. He said this. When you start prophesying, you know, because you, we are, you know, you, prophecy also, anything that, any, any, any gift that God gives you. You mature into it. You grow. You know, you don't just appear from heaven and you become a renowned teacher. Praise the the Lord. Yeah. You grow into it. And he says, when you start prophesying, when you release a prophecy, it's only 20% of what you tell people is from God. The rest, 80%. The many words are the many words that you add. Because I told you, you prophesy using what? Your mouth. And you, you also have your mind and your brain. Okay? And when you see one thing, you are able to also add another one. You interpret, isn't it? When we see a sign, what do we do? What, what does that mean? I saw something pass. You know, Could that be a snake or something? It may not have even been anything. It may have just been a shadow, but we have the capacity to interpret. So even a shadow when it passes, I think I saw a snake. <laughs> or there was a rat there. You know? Have you entered into a room and you feel like there is something? And literally there is nothing. Because our mind interprets we have eyes that sees. So the 80% are the many words that you add. Does that mean that this person is a false prophet? No, this one is not a false prophet. Remember, we are now talking about prophecy. Okay? But you grow into it. So as you progress, and then actually what we was trying to do is to encourage us. Don't be discouraged. Because the reason why we will know that 80% is from you, it is when we judge it will be able to tell, ah, okay, this is what she said, yeah, I can identify with A and B, but C, D, E, and F, I am not able to uh, identify. Have you ever been told something, even about you, a prophecy, and you can identify with part, and some you are not able to identify? Now, that tells you there is truth and there is some, something that is not correct i'm careful because i'm not saying it is false yeah there may be additions let's call them added now the message is speak the correct leave the rest don't bother about the others okay this person is still maturing they are not necessarily false prophet there's a difference between a false prophet and a prophet who is maturing yeah and I thought this is important because some of you will get confused yeah, and think that every pro- prophecy prophet who tells you two, three things, one is correct, the other one is not. Then, no, don't classify them as... Yeah. I've told you, the false ones, we check them by their manners, they are secretive, they are manipulative, they are also, you know, they, they will tell you things that are meant to extract things from you. And you'll be able to know yeah. But as this person matures, the, it, the, 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 the correct increases. As what is wrong decreases. And then, this is what he told us. And I have believed it. So I think it's, it is researched. That even now when you mature... And you are the, now the prophet The seasoned, what they call seasoned prophets There will still be 20% That remains Which is not from God Which is yours As you deliver the message Again why? Because we use the same body And even a seasoned prophet There it will be temptation To interpret And to add something and something, and that is why even that Has to be judged Now if true prophets have to be judged Then Don't allow anyone To speak to your life Alone And you do not subject the same To someone else And especially if you cannot be able to identify With what, is being, what you are being told Have you been blessed Now can we Go to the book of John John 10 from verse 1 Jesus would say Very truly I tell you Pharisees He was talking to the teachers of the law called Pharisees Anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber Please note that Anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate But climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. Praise the Lord. In other words, the one who is open, the one who hides nothing, the one who is confident, that is the shepherd. And the shepherd is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? The gatekeeper opens the gate for him. And the sheep listens to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. I want to say, and that's why I said, even with all that, you know, false prophets and false teachers, the contrasts are there. And Jesus is our best example, and that's what He's talking about. He is the gate. No, He's a, okay. Where am I? He calls his own sheep by name and leads them. Like before we continue, let, let, there's something there that I want you to, 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 to see. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listens to his voice. Please note. And when you talk about the ships in, uh, in, in, in Palestine, let me just uh, narrate this a little bit for you to understand. There are a lot of ships in Palestine. So, when you talk about this, the reasoners would identify with what he was talking about. Now, no, there used to be, I don't know about now, but those days, there was one pen, in other words, uh, an area that is walled. Let's say like this. This is a good example because it's walled. Okay? This compound is walled. It has only one gate. The gate is one. So what would happen is that the shepherds would take their sheep inside that common pen or walled place for security. So there is one gate, but there is also a gatekeeper. The gatekeeper assigned to take care of that gate. So he sleeps there so that no one comes to steal the the sheep. But remember, there are many sheep, isn't it? And they belong to different shepherds. Now, when the shepherd comes, particular shepherd comes, what he does is to call his sheep. And they know his voice. Now, when he calls, it's only his sheep that comes out. You know, some of you think that sheep are dumb, you know? You just see them walking like... <laughs> But they are able to tell The voice of the shepherd That's why it is said My sheep knows my voice Recognizes The sheep recognizes his voice When he calls Amen I want you to learn something there Yeshua Jesus is our shepherd Isn't it When he speaks We know Unless we do not know him Of course if you are a stray sheep Because there used to be Those of you that have Looked after sheep There was always one that would Be a stray one Disappear And maybe That kind of sheep when, Because it is not used to the shepherd most of the time It is on its own It can miss the shepherd's voice But those sheep That are led by the shepherd And the other thing is, when he calls, they all come out and they follow him. And he leads them to where he wants to take them. Now Jesus is our shepherd. He is your shepherd. Amen? Anyone else that claims to be a shepherd, unless he is hired by Jesus on his behalf, like me, I am hired by Jesus. I shepherd on his behalf. You are not my sheep. Please understand me. You are his sheep. I have been assigned responsibility by him on his behalf to take care of you. And he has trained me to train you To hear his voice So that no one can lie to you Praise the Lord Are you getting the point? So we have a shepherd And that's Christ himself And we need to learn to depend on him More than we depend On others That comes to speak to our lives does that mean that God will not send somebody you away to speak to your life? No. I am speaking to your life. Amen? But you are able to tell when I am doing it on his behalf or on my behalf, you are intelligent enough to know. And that's why the other day I told you there are some things that when they don't make sense to you, you have every right to say, hey, that doesn't make sense. Is there something wrong? Things are not adding up. Praise God. Because there are some shepherds or pastors that have led people into doing things, even committing suicide. You do not obey blindly. Every truth has to be supported. And if possible, Not just by scriptures, Scripture is a key, but also let many other people, pastors, sit and discuss, as the Bible says, let others, let others judge, and especially if it is controversial. Don't sign your bank account to a man of God. blindly. Be careful. And especially when it comes to money and things, that should be a pointer to you that this person is selfish. The Bible says they are depraved, they are covetous, they are greedy. Praise God! Because the true shepherd business is to call the sheep and take them to feed them. Amen. He does not use the sheep; he does not eat. The sheep. Praise God. I know some of you love mutton, But you know what I mean. He takes care of his sheep. His business is not really to eat them. He'll only eat when it is necessary. And instead of eating, he may drink the milk and leave the, goats, the, uh, the sheep. Right. He calls his own sheep by name And lead them out. By name and lead them out. The Lord knows you. He knows your name. Amen. So don't be scared. Because sometimes someone will come and tell you. This is one of the things that diviners use. Yeah. They come and call your name. Say are you not so and so. Yes. Are you not son of so and so. Yes. You are born free in your family. Yes. And the last born is disabled. Yes. Come on. The Lord does not need to defend himself if he is the one. He doesn't need to come with many words and stories. So if someone comes with those, those are pointers that there may be something here. He calls his own by name and he leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them. He does not just leave them he takes care of them Most of the p- people that we are talking about after they have taken what they needed from you you never see them again You cannot rely on them at the time of time of need They will not be available to cry with you when you are crying But the good shepherd will But they will never fall a stranger okay when he has brought 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 out all his own he goes on ahead of them And his sheep follows him because they know his voice. But they will never fall a stranger. Praise the Lord. His ones they they will not fall a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. You have every right to run away from a stranger that you suspect is manipulative. Is not of the Lord. run before you are fleeced and you come back to us you know, to tell us the story of how you did not overcome how you lost now you should not lose is isn't it amen before I, I close let me also say you know the scripture or rather the, this word which is the word of God and remember in John 1.1 he 1, says, he is the word, isn't it? He is the word. So, he is hidden here. The truth is in this Bible. The truth is not in books that are written and fictions. If the fiction is not referring to the scripture, be careful. Because again, what they do they use books written by the only prophet, the last prophet, and now that becomes a doctrine. The truth is here, and Jesus said in the book in, book of, in John fourteen six, six. John fourteen six. Are you there? The way, I am the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Anyone, no one can come to the Father except through me. So please, note who is the way. Anyone else who tries to introduce another way, even if it is very close, please be careful. There is only one way. And the way is Jesus. He announced Himself to be the way I am not The way and I will never Be the way Are you hearing me I am not the truth and I will never Be the truth I am not The life I don't have life I also seek Life from him So I don't have special life To give you Just because I am a prophet Or I am a pastor The way is known. He pronounced himself. And he has said it. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So be careful, because they also come and say, we have a new way. This is a new truth. The revealed truth. Yeah? We have now, we now have the revealed truth truth. This is what we've been waiting. This is what has been decoded. You heard of those things that the Bible is coded and people are now decoding it. And they come up with truth that is not in the scripture. It's not written. They tell you this is what this meant. So all that you have believed in the past is wrong. That you've been misled Now you, are, you, are, you have found a new truth And you find people now leaving the church Joining some fellowships Some groups of fellowships That meet In a house somewhere Under the anointing of this woman of God And some of them mainly they are women of God Be careful about the women of God <laughs> There are a few men of God But most diviners Sorry to say are women. I don't know why. Why most diviners are women? But be careful. Anyway. Jesus said yes. The way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through him. Okay? John eight twelve, what does it say? John eight twelve. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, huh, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, not me, Richard, if you follow him, Jesus, you won't have to walk in darkness. Please understand and underline that. Because these are scriptures that will help you because they will come to you and tell you there is a new light there is a light you know and some of them we even saw the light you know there was a sharp light that came and there was an angel behind by the way if an angel appear to you some of you angels have appeared and they will appear you need to test Whose angel he is. Because there are angels. Of God. And there are angels of the devil. And both of them. Can appear. Through light. The devil will disguise. As an angel of light. So if. If for you. Light is what you look for. He will come. As an angel of. Light. But then, how do you test? The devil cannot accept that Jesus came through flesh and blood. So you ask him, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? That he came in the flesh And he died on the cross And he rose again Dr. Bonaya was teaching us And he told us one time Such, a, such an angel appeared to him In the room and He looked at the angel And he said He asked him that question Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that He came through the fresh and, fresh and blood and He died and rose again. He said, The fellow face changed. You know when you get annoyed? Poof! You know, you, and he walks out. And of course, immediately he knew this was because if it was the nature of the Lord, he would gladly say, yes, I've been sent of him. But the devil will never, and his angels cannot stand that. So question, even the angel who comes to you. Do not just say, an angel of light, I saw the light. Question, who is this speaking to you? Test the message before you accept it. The only light is one. I am the light of the world. If you follow me, Jesus, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. There's only one way that leads to life. That is Jesus. Amen? What about the other one? Okay. John 6. We've talked about the gate. He's the door, so we don't go to. Oh, did we read? No, John ten nine. No, we didn't leave there. John ten nine says, "I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture." The gate is Jesus. Amen. There is no special prophet. Jesus has come. He is the one that we've been waiting for. Anyone who else who comes must come to affirm and confirm what Jesus did, but not to bring a new doctrine or new revelation. The gate is only one, and that is Jesus. And finally, the bread of life. John 6:35. I am The bread of life. Whoever comes to me. Will never be hungry. Some of these false teachers. And prophets. They come. And they proclaim. To provide provision. And security. But if you are smart enough. You will know. They ask you for resources. But they are still telling you they are providing and more so if you give this there will be multiplication be very careful provisions has been provided bread refers to provision praise god he will give bread to the eater isn't it and for those of you that have been assigned the responsibility of sowing he will also provide seed So that you can sow To produce bread For others So he provides because he is our God Amen Provision does not need to come Through me He's already provided What I'll do is to speak It is to put the word To teach you the word Like I'm doing When you understand and you know it That word now starts working for you Hallelujah Jesus is the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. When you are in him, he promises provisions. As long as you remain true and faithful, the Lord will not leave you without provisions. There may be times of lack or shortages, but they do not last forever. God allows that to happen to us. So that we can also see him and see his greatness and his goodness and his provision. Because human beings have the tendency of forgetting. And especially when there is plenty and everything is well. We rarely remember that there is a giver. So we become proud. So there are times that God will withdraw things from us. So that he can open our eyes to see that it is not dependent on us. It is not because we work harder than everybody else. It is not because we are more educated than others. Because sometimes we think it is our effort. And it is okay to work hard. That's why you went to school. That is why God has given you that skill. But even as you use that skill, do not forget that you owe it to Him. So? That's why He is the bread. Everyone who comes to Him will never be hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty again. Praise the Lord. Our God is good. Amen. And he has spoken through his word. He is the truth. He is the way. He is the life. He is the light that we need. He is the bread that we are looking for. He is the joy that we need. He is the comfort that you need. When pain comes, he is the answer. Amen? Praise the Lord. Have you been blessed? Are you sure? Amen? You cannot be conned, isn't it? Yeah? Some of you are not even conned by a false prophet. You are just conned by conmen. <laughs> Some fellows in uh, committee prisons calling you and telling you you know, how they are going to that you have won. Be careful. Your provisions do not come through spot pressure, pesa. Praise the Lord. Let those who are trying that do it. Don't gabble. Please. Trust God to bless the work of your hands. So don't be cheated by those fellows that calls you. That are you are so and so. Yes. And sometimes I don't know how they even get your name. By the way, I receive quite a number of them. Yeah. I win a lot, by the way. <laughs> even my wife has won one time. Praise God. Let's be wise, isn't it? Yeah, let's be wise. Let's be smart. Amen. Your miracle does not come through those gobbling and fun things. The Lord shall provide. Amen? And you know this is the Lord. May the Lord bless you. Let's lift, let's stand on our feet. Take a minute. Thank God that you are alive and you are well and you've not been conned. Amen. That your money is still in the bank. That's something to thank God for, isn't it? Amen. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. And we bless your name. You've been good to us. You have encouraged us. You have spoken to us. We are equipped. We know you are the answer to our problems. You are the truth that we need. You are the way to the Father. You are the light We cannot walk in darkness. You are the bread that we need. We cannot be hungry. You are the water of life. You provide to us today. Tomorrow you shall provide. You've been with us. You've not forsaken any one of us. And Father, we pray that we shall walk in truth and in the revelation that we have received from your word. And we pray that you reveal yourself more even to us through your word, O God. We pray that you release upon us the gifts of the Holy Spirit that we may be able to discern even spirits, O oh God. Anoint us, King of kings and Lord of lords, with the truth and you are the truth. We bless you and we honor you. May the Lord bless you and take care of you. May he bless you are going out and you are coming in. Have a blessed week. Whatever you lay your hands on, Let it prosper. And may the Lord reveal himself to you. That no one will lie to you. May you be able to discern the truth. And walk in that truth. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.